What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. When your coffee is freshly roasted and ethically sourced, it's music to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com. Welcome to episode 93 of Star Wars and Scotch. It's Kevin. I'm joined by Tim as usual. Hey. And we are here live from Tampa Bay, Florida in the Rare Drop Studios in the D429 Studios. Nice. It's been a while. There's just one studio here, Kevin. Please don't make them think I have multiple studios in my house. Well, I'm in the Rare Drop. Studio my office. Yeah, but you have like multiple studios in your airdrop office. We whereas do. I only have one studio. And I don't even use it because Paul likes my backdrop for it's the nice. Office. It works. It works for you. Whatever makes you all happy. Some people have asked actually what the smoking man is, uh, and it shows your lack of knowledge of classic television. That is Rod Serling from the Twilight Zone. Imagine one of my world. favorite shows. Come on. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're here to, uh, talk about Star Wars. Before we do that, I want to thank you, Tim, for getting me my first victory royale in, uh, in Fortnite. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I went over to Kevin's <laughs> house and he was playing Fortnite and he was like, oh, I still don't have a win yet. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. Hold on. He almost fainted. <laughs> so I was like, let me see how bad it is on an Xbox controller. And I was like, well, this is dog water. So I went home. And I immediately said, Kevin, let's try this. Like, like no comms, no nothing. Just no comms. Just we just duoed into a no build game and right off the rip got Kevin his win. So Yep. Pretty good. It was a fun ending You're too. That yeah, it was great. That guy was all over the place. Um, but uh but thank you. It was uh You're welcome. It was You're welcome. Cheers. I yeah. appreciate it. The next day I went back to do it solo and I came in second, third, and sixty ninth <laughs> So fucking the guy uh, i baited this one guy and he was in this hut above me and i went under it and he couldn't figure out where i was and then he jumped down and guess how i died tim fall damage Mm-mm. 
Oh, how? Remember the thing that killed me when you were watching when I was in third place? No. I didn't reload my Oh, you shotgun. didn't reload your gun. Oh, yikes. So I got two shots in him, and then it was... I love open. that you're getting into Fortnite just four years too late. I mean, the only reason I'm playing is because zero build. If it wasn't zero yeah. build, I still wouldn't play it. But yeah. everyone seems to play zero build now. I was watching Ninja and Tifu yesterday, and they, I think it's just more relaxing. Is that the feel? Uh, that, yeah. It's not sweaty. I got to whip out some of my Star Wars skins for you. I had, I had Black Chrysanthemum. I had Obi-Wan. Black Chrysanthemum was nice. I kind of yeah. want that one. Well, my whole goal is to hit 100 this season. So I can Do you get can have Darth Vader? Yeah. yeah. So I'm working on that. There's but, so uh, much Star Wars in Fortnite. It's wild. There's still lightsabers and blasters. I was killed by Wolverine yesterday. Oh, God. <laughs> that, was, that was who killed me in that, that match. So, uh, it's and crazy, it was though, is that Fortnite makes it all within the same universe. Yeah, because so, they're like the nexus of the multiverse or something. That's yeah, how they yeah. So that Star away. Wars and Marvel are actually they they exist together. Think about that. It's weird. It's cool. It's weird. Did you see? Speaking of, uh, this is a little off topic, but in the Disney realm, did you see the article I sent you the other day that Bob Iger did petition DC or Warner Brothers to purchase DC from them? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, I sent it to the group chat. Freaking I missed it. In 19 or 19, 2017, Bob Iger went to Warner Brothers and was like, what, what would it take? Damn. So I was right all along, Tim. Damn. We could have had Batman in, in Endgame and oh my God. Oh man, that would have been sick. Superman and Thanos and the dark side's like, I like you. We're going to hang out, Thanos. And oh my damn. God. Man, just just think about that, all you DC nerds. Warner Brothers hates you. I mean, they knew they that already. Just, they want to just continue ruining your favorite brands. Just watch Comic Con when the poor Rock had the cover for why Henry Cavill wasn't there. Um, anyway, also the the ending scene of you know the movie that came out that's about um, Batman's dog and Superman's dog. Yes, with with Kevin Hart and yeah. There's a secret scene at the end, and it's Shazam's dog. <laughs> No way. That's great. That's fantastic. Anyway, back to Star Wars. Uh, it's it's okay. We're light on news in quantity. We're heavy on news in quality, in my opinion, this week. Would you agree with that? I would agree. But before we go any further, I would like to say that I am drinking some delicious King's Coast coffee this morning. Freshly delivered this week. Uh, I'm drinking. Uh, what is this that I'm drinking this morning? I forget what Danielle made because I didn't make the coffee. Oh, it's Aztec. It is Aztec. Man, saved it. It's like this is gonna be a weird promo if he can't remember the coffee he's drinking. It, it's just all good. Okay, it's all good. I'm sipping on some oh. summer swell still. I got that summer oh. swell cold brew. It's, it's almost our anniversary too, uh, September fifth, uh, which Ben what will did... forever forget. The King's Coast anniversary. Oh, oh, I wasn't sure whose anniversary you're talking about. I was like, well, I was wondering what you were getting me. No, our, our well, I got you some free birthday. That's oh. Star Wars related that I already mm. told you I was getting you. So, yes, um, that that's on its way. Uh, let's see. It'll be here. I tried to make a joke and now Kevin's talking about a gift. He actually got me. Uh, no, uh, it's King's Coast anniversary uh, on, on Ben's birthday. But Ben always forgets. Well, because it's King's usually because it's usually raid day as well. Yes. Yes. Well, that, <laughs> it has been that way for a few years. But yes, yeah, it used but... to be raid day, Ben's birthday and King's Coast anniversary for what? Two years there. I yeah. Think? For, yeah. For a bit. Fun times. Uh, and the whole purpose of that was so we could launch on Raid Day in 2017 so people would know about the product. 
Ooh. And we didn't we didn't think ahead. It was like me when I got married on Memorial Day weekend. I'm like, oh, this is fun. Everyone's off. There'll be a ton of people here. Ten years in the future, and in you know, COVID frat boy hell this year at St. Pete Beach. I learned my lesson as to why that wasn't such a hot idea. Nice. Yeah. Well, it was a, it was definitely a utsa 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 night. <laughs> All right. So kingscoastcoffee.com. Um, man, I'm ticked off, Kevin. About which. We talked about the tick off last year, last week. You're more ticked off at more stuff. Yeah. What? Well, now Andor's not coming out at the end of the month. It's okay. I'm okay. Now we have that. to wait a whole nother month now. It's one, but you have House of the Dragon. Mm. You have uh, what's what Marvel? Do you think that's? Do you out? think that's why they moved it? Was because of everything else coming out? You had House of the Dragon. Marvel has a show coming out. What show is it? Uh oh, is it? It's not She Hulk, oh. is it? It's She-Hulk. So She-Hulk. Oh, it's She-Hulk. Yeah. So right. She-Hulk, House of Dragon, and Rings of Power. Oh, they're totally moved because of She-Hulk. Yeah. So um, I think uh, I think the play there was to change it to. A what about time. our podcast? Our podcast will be fine. Mm. Trust me, it'll be fine. If you don't think I'm going to find ways to work Lord of the Rings into our show, you're sadly mistaken, sir. <laughs> We're going on an adventure. <laughs> Yeah, but that's why they moved that. I mean, that's that is that is that is some thick nerd shit you're stepping into, the, and the they're still going to be in the midst. They're still going to be at the tail end of House of Dragon and She Hulk, or She Hulk might be over by then, but they're still going to be at the tail end of House of Dragon. They'll definitely be in like the middle of Rings of Power. Yeah. Um. So it, it's it's you know for us it's like Christmas. We're like ha ha. I'm gonna have so much things to watch. I'm so excited. I'm over the moon. Like uh, I'm gonna watch Rings of Power. Exactly. I'm gonna watch Rings of Power twice uh, uh, a week because I'm gonna daily. watch it. He's on gonna my watch own. it daily. It's gonna be wild. Pro- You're not wrong. Probably um, because I'm gonna watch it on my own a premiere, and then we're gonna do Twitch watch parties for it as well. Uh, which people are like, why don't you watch it with us the first time? I'm like, are you? You're cute. Oh my god! Ew. No. 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 Not not. I have two IPs that I adore: Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, Middle Earth. Oh. Not. Nope, not happening. Comfort of my own home, sipping tea and yeah, eating. Yeah, Kevin likes food. to watch those naked. Please let him have that. That's how I watch all the the Star Wars premieres. <laughs> butt ass naked on his couch. I mean, I'm not even kidding. Like I go out in my underwear and just that's the first thing I do. When I, I piss, I go to the couch and I watch the, whatever Star Wars show we're watching. Yeah, so, uh, there you go. Unless unless it's a workout week, then it's uh, then it's usually uh, so I a haven't... rush. So they, they announced the delay by releasing a trailer on Good Morning America. Well, and, and and I'm happy because this is the full trailer. This is everything you wanted. It explains more of the plot of the show. Tim hasn't seen it yet. I I've haven't seen, seen it yet. So we're going to watch it together with you. If you're on audio and you'd like to see Tim watch the trailer, just switch to video. It's on YouTube, uh, Facebook. Um, uh, but uh, for your audio listeners, obviously, we can't show you the video for Sorry. obvious reasons. But um, we're going to watch the trailer. We'll talk about the trailer, and then we'll talk about some of the things they said about how the show was made. Um, so, Paul, if you could roll that beautiful bean footage, please, uh, so Tim can experience the official trailer roll for it. Andor on Disney+. Plus. On Disney+. Plus. Exclusive 4K. Scale there, yeah, dude. It looks huge. 
to steal from the Empire. Love that. I'm just showing just how they're just stripping you just the planet. Like you belong. They're so proud of themselves. So fat and satisfied. They can't imagine that someone like me would ever get inside their house. Cassian Ander. The Empire is choking us so slowly. We're starting not to notice. What I'm asking is this. Oh yeah, that's the cutting ship from uh, give it all from Fallen Order. Yep. To something real. That could be the same planet. Seeing Castus there would make sense. I need Ooh. all the heroes I can get. For that guy's rogue one. Hey, yeah, yeah. Tim, look who it is. Call it what you will. Let's call it. War. Yes. Lies. Deception. Ooh, clone troopers. You're in my name. The 1313 action. Are you a fish? Or are you a thief? ISB. You're slipping. <laughs> I'm not slipping. I'm trying to figure out is there information about who Luthen is? I don't know who Luthen is. Holy as long shit. as thinks I'm an irritation. Yeah, I'm on Mothma! There's a good chance they'll miss what I'm really doing. What are you really doing? Hey, Cormon? Death Troopers. Death Troopers. This is what revolution looks like. I'm tired of losing. Holy shit. Yep. Wow, three episodes? We get three episodes the first day? You're not as mad anymore, are you? I'm not as mad anymore! <laughs> oh, wow. We so three that, episodes? That's a whole movie. So hear me out. Hear oh. me out. Hear me out. September 21st is a Wednesday. I think if we can, we should take off from the gym Evan, and watch. shut up. What? No, I'm not taking off from the gym. All no. right, we won't take off from the gym. What, what the I want to do is we should do a Star Wars and Scotch watch party. Yeah. For this instead of an episode, because there's no way in hell we're going to be able to record an episode that morning. So what if either in the evening or something we go? The only problem is I don't I want to avoid spoilers. So we have to balance that against being. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we've, we've got some time. We'll figure it out. But there's no way in hell we're gonna be able to record an episode that morning because no, we'll it. it'll, it'll be it'll be a it'll be a whole day experience. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We should go to Disney, watch and <laughs> no. Hey, could, do you have a TV in the Millennium Falcon by any chance? <laughs> um, uh, what do you think? Oh my gosh, that was that was quite the trailer. That it, I love that it feels a lot like Rogue One. Like it's that same gritty dark vibe and i love that and we got like you can see you can definitely see how it was broken up like the scenes with like saw guerrera like that's definitely towards the end like as we get closer to rogue one that beginning when he's like a like the, the beginning shots where you see like the clone trooper uh, like the clone drop ships um when you see him like joining into the empire um like you can see how, like how it's going to be 
broken into how they're telling the story. It's going to be, what is it, three episodes? It's, it's four chunks, and it's three episodes per chunk? Yeah, because it's, yeah. it's 12 episodes per season, so every three episodes will be a chunk of it's time. It's going to be a new, a new chunk of time as we move forward in, in his story. But remember, like, it's two seasons, so even where we think like we're getting towards the end, it's going to have a whole other part where then we, we get even closer to Rogue One. And it's two seasons. They said this. It it's is it's not, confirmed there is no... 24 episodes, two seasons. The, the, the ending of the show will walk us up to when we meet him on whatever moon that is at the beginning of Rogue One where he stabs the end of back. the second season will get us there. Yep. He, according to the folks at Comic-Con and, and what they heard, like he's literally going to be walking in that facility. Like That's how the show is going to end. Yeah. So you'll but be like, able I... to watch... You will be able to watch Andor all the way through A New Hope and not skip a beat in the timeline. Like you are just gonna coast through. I really like I like I like seeing a not as mechanic Saw Gerrera, like as you see him like in in Jedi Fallen Order, like where he has more of like his actual body. Uh, even like when you like see him in Clone Wars, like he looks nothing like the guy that you see in in Rogue One. It's great um, to see him, but I don't think anyone is like, oh, my God, Saw Gerrera is in the show. So no, like, I think everyone just kind of assumes. Like, I mean, like, if he's he's become quite the character. Like, he's he's in a video game. He's in an animated show. He's now in two live-action productions. Uh, it's it's pretty intense. So, I it would be actually, it would be crazy for him not to show up in, in the next uh, Jedi game, in the next, uh, in, in Survivor. Yeah, I mean, he was in the last one, so yeah, I don't I mean, see why it would, would make sense. Um, with, with him too, it's interesting because, um, he's kind of the model of becoming the thing you fought against and that's how they tend to use him in the storytelling, even yes. in Clone yeah, Wars. Yeah, he is, he is, he's an anti-hero. He's big. I don't even think he's a hero. I wouldn't even call him that. Oh, I mean, I mean like there's parts where he's like, no, I get it. It's like Thanos, right? Where you're kind of like, I see where you're coming from. He is the guy from Mandalorian, the pilot who calls the rebellion terrorists. Yeah, Bill Sagarera is who he's talking about. Well, sure, yeah, most definitely. In my opinion. Yeah, but I mean, but again, it's like Thanos, where you're like, no, I understand why you're like killing half of the universe. You know, it's like I get it from your point of view. Also, I get it from Sagarera's point of view, especially if you go, it, 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 his backstory is explained very, very well in Clone Wars. If you go to, um, he's from uh, Alderaan. Onderon. Onderon. Um, I was like, he's one of those Anderal. Um, so he's from that planet, and and the and the Empire was terrible to those people, and so he got to see the like the really really dark stuff. So I can understand like why he is the way that he is, especially with yeah. the relationship with him and his sister. So it's like I I get it. I understand. Yeah, it, 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 I'm interested to see the capacity in which they use him. Obviously, we saw his some of his his team his, that we meet in Rogue One as well. Um, in that oh, one shot, crap, I quarry. forgot what that guy's what. What's the species? I forget. But yeah. in my book, my I've got a book back there. It's funny because Kyler Kyler will flip through my my like my art my Star Wars archive book that has like all of like the organic uh creature like all the sentient creatures that are in Star Wars. And so it's like every once in a while, I'm like, oh, it's that guy from the thing. And so you, the, the one thing that like that one scene from Star Wars where you just see it for a quick second, you're like, that's cool. And then like they have an entire like page for bio about the, this alien you only had one frame of. It's great. I love this book. It's like $20, $25 on, uh, on Amazon. 
I got one for Kyler so he can destroy it, and then I got one for myself. There you go. That's worth it. Yeah, because um, he, he was infatuated with Raftars. I know. I sent you the TikTok to show. That's really good. Yeah. Sawyerism's anatomy of a Raftar that you mm-hmm. said Kyler probably knew more than her already. Yeah, a lot of I've read that Wikipedia entry like five times, so I knew most of that. Um, the uh, uh, other thing that I don't think we really we taught we brushed on the fact that like the this will probably be the dissolution of the Imperial Senate. Um, but one thing I saw on social media this week that I forgot about was the deleted scene from I believe it's from Revenge of the Sith. Talking about episode three where they're all sitting in that in that room, Mon Mothma, Padme, Mon Mothma, and Bale, Padme. and the other three mm-hmm. senators. Yep. Um, that suddenly becomes so important with Andor. I I know that scene, if they would have just left that scene in there, it would have made just all it would like that, that moment, that meeting is the spark of the rebellion. Like that is the turning point where they're like, all right, we're fucking doing this. They should have kept that in there because it just gives more, it gives more weight to the actual individuals who make up the hierarchy of the rebellion. And be, and that scene is so because I watched it again now because of this. That scene's so interesting because you see how careful Bale is too about his words and the way he fra- he's like I'm not saying that like he's so careful. Well, there's ears everywhere too, so they have to be careful, there. right? And he says that twice, like I'm not saying that, like we're mm-hmm. not, I'm not saying open rebellion, but I am saying open like rebellion. something has to change here. <laughs> Um, um, but yeah, you can see that. Like, uh, I agree. Like, we will definitely get to a point where the the senators are feeling all of the pressure from the imperial uh, moths and whatnot. Because you can see that, like, all the the higher like ISB agents and and admirals and and moths are all standing around cheering and whatnot. I'm sure like those people are applying so much pressure to to those those sectors and to those senators um, that that's where things start to just start to crumble. Because now they're just they're they're applying their own pressure on it, and they're they're making the they're they're making the senators make those decisions for them. Yeah, and um, he even ta- in the voiceover he talks about how they're all high and mighty, mm-hmm. you know, and they think very they're very pious and they're all above everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's and gonna be great, crazy. dude. It's really gonna it's gonna paint it, like it's gonna it's gonna do a great job of painting the empire as just terrible oppressors. Like the one scene where. It's that overview that I always go back to, to like Catalyst, where they talk about the stripping of the planets, the actual like just going in there and just pulling every single piece of, of resource out. That scene, that deep mining is taken from an excerpt from Catalyst, and Catalyst is all about this time period that this takes place in of them going in and just strip mining a planet. And it's so cool that we actually get to see it because it yeah, really just gives it gives it really gives the the um. It really gives it the gravity that it deserves as far as like what extents the empire went to to build the war machines that they have because like that's the biggest thing like they had this they literally went from nothing because they had they had all of the ships from the clone wars and then they had they completely stripped it all down and rebuilt and where did they get it all from they had to go and just suck it out from planets which is gross crazy yeah it really is and now we get um, to see it yeah and I, I find it interesting that, you know, a lot of the, in both trailers, a lot of people we meet that I'm assuming are rebels, they live in huts. They live in, they're very poor. They have nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's, it you know, it very much reminds me of revolutions we've seen in, in our history, in our timeline, where the people that have the least rise up 
because it's like i got nothing to fucking lose mm-hmm. um and that's how that that's how both trailers have felt to me is like we yeah. have nothing to lose yeah like we'll be careful we'll be smart we'll be stealthy but we have nothing to lose and that yeah. that's part i'm most excited about when it's like the seed of the rebellion is like just how desperate things become and how these people have to make start making difficult decisions on what they're going to do yeah and they also they recognize that it's it's much bigger than themselves right? they're just a they're just a piece of it yeah because it's a galaxy i mean if you think of the scale just based on i mean we, we we war in the world right now today at this very moment and it doesn't affect most of the people listening to this show but it does affect um us and, and supply chains and all that stuff can you imagine on a galactic scale no. multiple planets no like that's just nuts that's crazy nuts. yeah so um yeah i'm i'm i haven't been this stoked for a star wars show since they announced probably uh, obi-wan getting his own show yeah, that uh, was a it was a really good trailer yeah both of them have been excellent i have a feeling this show is gonna be great one cool thing before we move on about this show is they did not film on the volume at all everything is made practical they're real sets no use of the volume whatsoever it's the first wow. star wars and marvel show to not use the volume in in filming, and that was um, that was uh, Tony Gilroy's, uh, who I believe is the director. Paul, if you could check that, double check that, make sure that fact is correct. Um, and he just said, "Yep, we're old school. We didn't use uh, stagecraft at all. So everything you see in the show, as far as sets go, obviously yeah. it'll be CGI. But as far as sets go, is real. It's it's it was it was made, and uh, I think that's awesome. Um, and that's kudos so to." Impressive. Kudos to Lucas and Disney for letting them do that. Like, let each director give their vibe and do their thing and do it the way they want to do it. Yeah. Because you get a much better product that way. I wonder what the budget was for this then. Because it looks like a it looks like a movie. Like it this yeah. looks like it belongs in the theater. And it's 12 episodes. I, That's a lot. Yeah. They, they uh man. I, I I'm excited. I'm excited because just knowing like what they're putting into it, like they're gonna pull all the stops out, and and this will set the bar for for more live action Star Wars shows. So they're just gonna keep on getting better and better. Like especially oh my gosh. especially shows that don't uh, star Force users. That's the key with this one. Yeah. We got that with Mandalorian. That's why Andor got made was because Mandalorian did so well, and it was not about a Force user. Yes, Star Wars fans are ready for that. They want to know more about this universe they love so much. Right, right. The average fan wants to see what's what's on the other side of the movies. That's essentially yeah. what we're experiencing. So, um, yeah, I thought that was so cool that they use practical sets. I'm a huge fan of, of that. I love, don't get me wrong, like we work with Diamond View here in Tampa and, and they use um, the the uh, their version of it, which is called The View. Um, but the idea of using, pra- I, I'm a fan of doing both because there's some scenes that like, yeah, you got to use that. If you were going to go to... Um, What's the what's the the planet in Clone Wars with all the bright colors, the mushrooms and stuff? It's a lot in the animated series. They see it briefly in in episode three. I know you're talking about an F. I can't remember the name of it. Your um, yeah, not, brain was not ready for that. But like that would do better on a volume set than a practical well, set, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Or like being inside like a a, a star or a like a space station. You know, or like a star cruiser or like anything that like, you know, it would be just like so over the top that you would you would definitely need that type of production to step in. Literally just typed in planets in Star Wars. Let's start oh, with. F. Oh, good luck. <laughs> Felucia, thank you. 
Um, so uh, yeah, so Felucia was was the one I was talking about. But yeah, that would be great in a volume set. Like, sure. uh, so it's pretty cool. On on the note of live action and keeping it in line here, uh, at Comic Con in San Diego, um, Screen Rant was interviewing um, our good friend Cameron Monaghan, who plays Cal Kestis in uh-huh. um, Jedi Fallen Order, yeah. uh, for his new movie Paradise Highway, uh, and. The question came up of what are your thoughts on live action Cal Kestis? And he had one line answer. Well, of course there's interest. That's all I can say. And then he laughed. I wonder if he did the and, creepy Joker laugh too. Oh, because he was Joker in Gotham. What uh uh Andor or we think uh we'll if, see him uh, in So Andor makes sense. Andor one hundred percent would make sense. He interacted with some of those characters that showed up on screen. So he's definitely around in this time period. Um, he's he's out and about in the galaxy, and Lord knows where Andor will show up. For Obi Wan, it didn't make sense that it just like there was it was a very binary. Uh, theme. It did. It did it, in the Inquisitorium. That that was sense. yeah, but it still it made sense from just like a like we know a guy who already did this thing. Like it, other than that, it just it they said it, no one's stupid enough to break in there, and I'm like. Yeah, but okay, but like the only person who would know that is if you played the video game. Um, but I think for Cal to be introduced as a live action character in this show makes sense. He's a part of the rebellion to a certain degree. He's assisting in the rebellion. He interacted with rebels. Um, so for his name to be brought up or for him to even like have a part where they do bring in a force user, they bring in this Jedi, but he's he's very, very different from your stereotypical like Skywalker Jedi. Um, it, it's very plausible. I would, I would be actually disappointed if we don't see him in this show. Interesting, because because I was thinking, for him to have his own show wouldn't make sense. No, but the only other place I could see him showing up that we know of in canon right now is the Ahsoka show. That's it. How? That's it. That's the only other one. I How can does that of. make sense? It makes sense for him to show up in Andor. I'm just saying. Yeah, but in uh, in Ahsoka, there's assumptions that have to be made for him to show up. He doesn't die at the end of his journey, and then he wasn't, and then and somehow he wasn't killed during the. Uh, yeah, he he wasn't. He was. I guess he wasn't killed after after the Empire was destroyed. Which we don't want to make that assumption. But he's, he's also he'd be really old. He'd be 20 years older. But he's or yeah, so he'd be like forty, almost fifty by by that time. By Ahsoka time, yeah, he'd be like forty-five. In real life, he is. But, uh, but him showing up at Andor makes a ton of sense. Yeah, so, and then so like I'm down said, for that one. It, it doesn't wanna... feel it doesn't feel forced. Obi-Wan, him showing up in Obi-Wan, 100% just always the idea of it felt like it was fan service. It felt forced. It just never made sense. But this feels right. It also fits into a really nice cinematic lens, too. I want Quinlan, then, too, if we get him. Um, so, So the only reason why, like, I think Quinlan's story will be told through like a Clone Wars medium. So he might show up in like the Bad Batch. Um, and, your, and your dirty fan fiction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just, I don't think, I don't think Quinlan's story is going to be told in Andor. That doesn't make sense. Because like- Story is one thing. Cameo is another thing. 
Yeah, but his but it just doesn't like it doesn't feel like it, it is appropriate. Like he's not fighting the re- for the rebe- for the rebels. He's not a part of the rebellion. Like right. he's he's a he's a on his own way. He's a wayfinder at this point. So like him his, him being mentioned in Obi Wan totally makes sense. But for him to show up in Andor to me it would be fan service. Because Fair. because of the lens that these shows are being shot through. Fair. So that's my that's my hot take on it. Ooh. So edgy. <laughs> um well we'll see. We'll see. Like you said, if he shows up in Andor, it would make sense because we know he's still alive for his his trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um and if he showed up in Ahsoka, we would know that he lives through his trilogy, which would ruin mm-hmm. a bit of it. Um, so we'll see. We will see what happens. Uh, the only other bit of news that we have this week is the High Republic. They revealed some more characters. Um, uh, it's from StarWars.com. So if you want to go over there and check it out, uh, we have uh, Alex Greylark, who Ooh, is the Greylark. first n- new revealed character. He looks like some sort of noble or something the two characters will meet they don't really oh is he so oh no this is before so this is not chancellor so this is a different chancellor uh and then we have salandra show she definitely is a jedi i see her lightsaber uh shown here based on a uh, weapon of choice salandra views herself as a shield against evil in the galaxy what's with the what's the, the ornate backing that she has is that is that a shield Maybe is that a actual like force shield, dude? Could you imagine? I'm, like I'm saying, like what if it's a Kyber? It's a Kyber powered shield. I think you're right it's because it said much like her so weapon, she, and so she turns it on, and then she's able to like, you know, a sword and shield Jedi. Yeah, dude. I mean, like it makes sense. Like so, in the Vader comic, like the 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 idea of using a Kyber to power something other than a lightsaber is kind of being explored. Like, what if she has to use her lightsaber and she inserts it into the shield and that's what's powering the shield. Um, and so like in like the Vader comic, uh, a Jedi takes their, uh, I forgot the character, he takes the lightsaber and puts it on top of the blaster and it integrates the blaster and then he's like shooting essentially like lightsaber bolts. So I'm thinking that's what we're going with this. And if that's where they're going with the weaponry now, Oh my gosh, Kevin, this opens up so many new avenues as far as just like Jedi combat. It's it's time for crazy theories with Kevin. So they just announced um when they announced right before they announced that they were putting Knights of the Old Republic on hold uh or leaked. They mm-hmm. had just announced that Star Wars the Old Republic, the MMO, they were going to be putting more time and and energy and resources into it, which is very mm-hmm. exciting. But this begs whenever something happens in media, they put it into that game, like almost immediately. Like when Kylo first debuted, it was like, bam, we got the new style lightsaber with, you know, that you could customize and put in there. Okay. I am wondering if Jedi and Sith tanks will suddenly get four shields now. Oh, that'd be so sick. <laughs> that'd be so cool. That'd be but so I, it'd awesome. be so much reworking and stats and oh my God. But man, that would be awesome. Uh, the other thing they revealed was two of the variant covers for the uh, number two issue of the High they Republic. Look good. I mean, they look amazing. Uh, the problem is, is I don't know these characters yet, so I'm having trouble like making that connection. Like, I'm so connected to the other ones. Sure. Um, if you didn't read the books, 
uh, some of whom die. Yeah, like if you see Skier, like, ah, oh, yeah, sick. Skier. Skier. Um, you know, and Comac and, and all of them. So, uh, it's again, mentally, this is a bit of a shift for me. So I'm hoping the reason we go back in time makes more sense after I'm reading these. But right now I'm kind of like, well, I want to learn more about them. Still. I want to know what happened. I want to know what happens with Mark Young. You will find out in time, Tim. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, the Crawl for the, uh, the comics uh, debuted at Comic-Con, and we have it here, and I'll read it real quick. It's called The Quest of the Jedi. In a time of great exploration, in an effort to unite the galaxy, the Chancellors of the Republic, working alongside the courageous and wise Jedi Knights, have dispatched dozens of Pathfinder teams into the farthest reaches of the Outer Rim. But it is also a time of great uncertainty. What is it not a time of great uncertainty it's in always, Star Wars? It always is. Com- Communication is unreliable, and tall tales of mysterious planets and monstrous creatures abound. That gets me so excited. Prospectors and pirates roam the frontier, and the worlds of Eram and Arano are locked in a forever war. And on the far-off planet of Dalna, a new threat to the galaxy is beginning to emerge. So again, I'm excited. I don't like the departure to new characters, but hell, man, you know, you do you do what you got to do. You, you roll with the punches. This is this is where you choose to be a fan of Star Wars or you choose to be a whiny bitch troll on social media. Wow. You can make that choice. And I know people are like, oh, Kevin, you Star Wars stand. No, I'll tell you if I don't like it, but I'm still going to try it and give it a whirl. You know, how many of these people that talk shit have never even seen the, the sequel trilogy? That's my other question. Damn, Kevin, just out here just throwing punches today. Yeah, I don't care. Um, (laughs) Kevin woke up, chose violence. I did. I did because I told you we're recording this late because I forgot to tell my wife that she had to drive Jules to school because school started again. So um, that's my theory on on all of this. And I'm excited. I'm I'm, I'm excited for the new High Republic stuff. It's been a, a journey. I just I'm really dying for Old Republic. And the fact that the game is indefinitely delayed makes me sad. Yeah, because um, I don't want to have to go and play Star Wars The Old Republic online because I hate turn-based combat. The MMO is not turn-based. And I hate I hate long decision dialogue. Yes, and you will absolutely hate it. It's it's like the Bioware games where you have full conversations with people. It is a Bioware game. You have full conversations. It's like Mass Effect. At least Mason, you not like it? No, because, okay, all right. So before we end. When it comes to like updated decision making, I like it how it is now in like the um uh the the dark picture anthologies, like where so you have like you make a decision and like the cutscene continues on and whatnot. Like that feels that that feels very engaging. I feel very immersed in that is like the the conversation is is just is all mapped out and everything and I'm just making decisions and then and that changes the dialogue. If if the dialogue was like that and the characters were like moving and the scene was actually engaging. I would have a ton of fun with the dialogue. I think that would be a blast. But the problem is that it's just like, it's just cutscene, your face, mouth moving, nothing really happening. You have to do all the all the reading and the talking while you're streaming, which is, oh my God, you're trying to talk to Chad and then they want you to read to you like you're, they're, they're, they're toddlers. And then, yeah, so that's that's my problem with it, Kevin. It's just like, it just doesn't feel very updated for the times. I, I am totally fine with that opinion. I understand that. I think because I was grandfathered in, it doesn't bother me. Um, I'm also, 
we've talked about this before and we'll get out of here, but I'm also a story guy. I love to dive into a story and lore. And I know you do too, but there's a way you like to do it versus yeah. the way I like to do it. And that's the thing. Like I said, the first time I started playing WoW, I was sitting on the, the toilet reading WoW Wiki so I could learn all the lore behind all these encounters that I was going into. So, um, you know, like it's 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 just different ways we like to consume media. I I think you would enjoy the Star Wars MMO like when you're retired and you have time and you just want to screw around with your friends. Yeah, I'm thinking from around. like an engaging like stream experience. I'm just like this right and a whole like other and you know go to uh, the other podcasts I do with Clintus and Mike and you can hear about how streaming just absolutely. I feel like it shoved a shiv into my fucking brain and I'm just getting it out now. Um, but like, yeah, you have to look at it through a different lens. And I feel like down the road you'll probably go back and be like, I'm gonna give it a whirl. Yeah. Uh, but now there is not a chance in hell. And that's why I've never pushed you to play it, because I just don't think now is the time for you to experience that. And I would never push you to play Knights. That's why I need more God. Star Wars games in my life, because I'm just itching for it, man. Knights is like, I tried playing some of the old ones because I have the Origin Access yeah, or whatever sure. it's called. And like, I tried playing Dark Forces and I'm like, oh, God, this looked so much better when I was a kid. This is... <laughs> oh, man, I can't do this. It's just like, yeah, yeah. Republic Command well Republic Commando remastered I have on Switch and that is that is is good. Like I can yeah. play that, it's fine. Um I it's still dated, but it's remastered, so they cleaned it up. Same with Coder 2. Uh but even Coder 2, the combat Tim, I could just see you flipping out like I can't do that. I want more Star Wars, but mm-hmm. this is not it. Mm-hmm. So Thank you for listening to episode 93 of Star Wars and Scotch. Make sure you head over to Tim's channel on Facebook, epi.gg slash darkness429. You follow him everywhere, darkness429. I'm Kevin X Vision on Twitter, kmagic101 on Instagram, and everything I do is at raredrop.co. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe for Star Wars and Scotch. I haven't said that in a while, but we would love for you guys Please. to uh, leave some of the reviews and, and whatnot on YouTube and Facebook and, and on iTunes and Google Uh, wherever you consume Star Wars and Scotch. But as always, we appreciate you tuning in every week and hanging out. We're sorry Andor's delayed a month, but trust me, it'll be worth it. We didn't do it. It's not our fault. Yeah, and it's Bob's fault. Just blame everything on Bob. Um, And, uh, uh, yeah, we're going to come up with some fun stuff to do. And, uh, 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 yeah, next year we got a really cool thing we're doing with Star Wars and Scotch. But you got to (laughs) wait. And as always, may the Force be with you. You said always, so it's ruined. I said, and as, as always, really good. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.